Definitely. Welcome to Catfish Weekly, along with James Smith. I'm Lyle Stokes. And James, we're going to do something a little bit different tonight. Sound fun. Well, yeah, it is going to be. We're going to welcome in Chad with uh, Fishing with the Chad. Damn thing. <laughs> it does start it already. Yeah. It does start. And I ain't even said nothing, and I already got him going. <laughs> we got a bunch of folks in the in the chat tonight, and uh, we're gonna have a little fun. We're probably gonna give away some catfish weekly decals tonight. But uh, I, I wanted to bring Chad in here tonight because he's a good guy. For one, he does a great job with his show because he puts up with James Dockery every Thursday night. My God, he's a saint. Nobody even realizes it. <laughs> but Every day I check the mail looking for my halo to arrive. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have a little procedure done, and I'm going to be out for a week or two. Uh, not sure if it's two or three or maybe not that many. We don't know yet. We're just going to see. It's nothing life-threatening or major catastrophe. Uh, it's just stuff that I don't want to be doing while I'm doing shows. So uh, Chad has, has graciously uh, entertained the idea of stepping in and helping you, uh, James, to do this, and I really appreciate it. Of course, I'll be doing my best to get you guys some quality guests set up so you guys can have great shows and, and do all that. But I thought we'd bring him in tonight, kind of warm him up a little bit or cool him off, however however it runs. <laughs> I'm not sure how that'll be. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> but compared to Dockery, James, you and I ought to be easy peasy for him. Oh, yeah. No doubt. <laughs> Yeah, at least with Doctor, you don't he don't ever know which way Doctor's gonna come at him, does he? No, he does not. And whether he's <laughs> whether he's coming at him from both directions or not. But Chad, welcome to Catfish Weekly and and uh congratulations on our new personal best blue cat. That was a great fish. Yep. Thank you very much, sir. Forty two pounds, is that what it was? It was forty about forty one to forty two. I could not lock that bag on scale in for nothing. That's a great um, fish, man. In the net, so that's that's a great fish. Congratulations on that. Yep. Uh, I seen you and Dee had, had caught several fish here, not this week, past weekend, but weekend before. Mm -hmm. And um, you've been doing a lot of tournaments and stuff. And and uh, how you liking the tournament scene? Um, I enjoy the 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 challenge of it. Um, you know, I, I had one this past weekend where I may or may not have ran my mouth about these people on the other side of the river. <laughs> And uh, got went up there and placed a nice big skunk. So yeah. I've been kind of laying low on Facebook and Messenger and all that because you're not know, afraid of Betty, are you? No, luckily, Betty was in South Carolina, so oh, she okay. wasn't even there to tease me about it. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon's pretty good, but uh, you know, I, I wouldn't want to make Betty mad. I don't think she cares much of the uh, tournament stuff, though. No. Now there was quite a few people up there though from the from the YouTube crowd. Uh, got to meet several people, and that was pretty cool. We actually ha had a dinner together, a couple of us. So that's awesome. It was pretty nice. That's the fun part of doing tournaments is getting yeah. to share your time with people. Well, you guys say we welcome some of the people in chat in tonight. I like it's it. Like a winner to me. All right, James. Why don't you go ahead and take off? I'm gonna scan up to the top. I see Dale Hayslip. 
He's a he's a bobber owner, avid fisherman. Get hooked. There's Miss D's in the house. Weekend angler, Allen. I'm not even going to attempt to say your last name because I do not want to butcher it. But hey, Allen, <laughs> country Allen boy. Here, there's Miss, there's Miss, there you go, Miss Paula Smith. There's Mark's in the house with Catfish and Crappy at Ernie Brown, Thomas Little Page. I know his wife or girlfriend's in here somewhere. Well, that would be his wife. I apologize Tracy, for yeah. that. Uh, so take off with it. Fishing with Robbie. Uh, Ernie Brown, Country Boy Catfishing, Avid, The Weekend Ditch Pickler. Josh is in here. Uh, <laughs> you know he's got a birthday tomorrow. Josh's birthday's tomorrow. Happy birthday, Josh. Sean Abney, Mike Sampson, Avid, uh, JP3. Let's see what we got here. The Hayes is in the house. Michael Marlowe, Marlowe, I think it's how you say it. Fine. Real Fishing, Mad Catter, Sharina Keeping It Real. Watched her on Avid's last night. Done a very nice job in there. Very. There is the James Dockery fishing. I like that guy, Chad Nolte. He's just got a name that just jumps like right it. out there at you, don't he? It does. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Mr. Greenwell's in the house. Guys and gals, I want to apologize. This past two weeks, I have been covered up. I haven't caught any of y'all shows. I watch them about three or four o'clock in the morning, so... Uh, so y'all do get washed. It's just not live. I've been having been getting home to almost ten o'clock, so I do apologize for not catching y'all live. There's Bob from Fins and Fines outside with the haze. I said Dale's name. Miss Cindy's in the Ray. house watching us. George Ray, that's a new name for me. Yep. Thomas Little Page. Chrissy Brown. Several of them in here tonight. It's yes, not flying by like it does sometimes. <clears throat> it's still going pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, George Ray, that's a new one to me. Yeah, it is. My wife we got a stingray or... in there. Brad I've been Bex. starting to see George around a little bit. Good deal. Yeah, good. We're always good. glad to have you. Your new people, and I want to thank you for joining our show tonight. So what that means, guys and gals, check out his channel, share up the love and share up the bait. That's a correct. Ratfish 1000. Ratfish, that's another new one. Welcome. Yeah, that's another yep. new one, too. There's Papa Ed's in the house with us tonight. Boys, I do have some results from the West Tennessee Catfish Anglers. The results were sent to me by Brian Mayo. Uh, first pet place was Steve Hearn and Josh Patterson. With 65.99 pounds, second place, Danny Hartsfield and Jeremy Cates, 48.59 pounds. Third place was Chris Payton with 39.02 pounds. Fourth place was Lewis Miller and Joseph Clark, 36.40 pounds. Banker Ripley Big Cat was Chris Payton with 25.92 pounds. And B&M second Big Cat, Danny Cates, 20.75 pounds. So the weather was mid-60s and low 70s, steady rain with some lightning, mild winds out of the south, 65 degrees, light, muddy, and 111 level and rising, dams filling 140 plus. Sounds like they had a pretty good time. Yep. They sound like them guys that was on Santee this weekend had a rough time. 
Yes. Sustained 20 mile an hour winds with uh, mm -hmm. 30 mile an hour gust and uh, said it got rough, but there was an 80 pounder brought to the scales. Nice. That's a hoss. Yes. That is a big fish, yeah. Santee's making a good comeback, Lyle, after they stopped all that commercial fishing and stuff yeah. down there. It's making a good comeback. It really bothers me that these guys that makes these rules and regulations don't think far enough past their nose to see what's going to happen, uh, and they do this stupid stuff, and then they say, oh, my God, look what we're doing to the catfish. We can't do that. Well, you shouldn't have done it to start with, but, you know, they have to figure it out the hard way, I guess. I'm I'm kind of like that, always was, but uh, right. we're talking about a resource that takes 25 or 30 years to replace what they take out today. So, yep. Yeah, uh, and I mean, it's it's good that there's the lake is fertile enough and has the, it still had the good DNA left in it that it still could be, could produce those big fish. That's exactly you know, right. That's one thing I always worried about was was if the lake gets that DNA out of it, then it, and you, you're going to produce small fish unless you have a very rare fish that'll take off and, and go. That's exactly right. That's exactly right. You know, if, uh, Santee is, is a lake, and there's a series of lake. If I, Now, correct me if I'm wrong as I go through this, because I've not been there. But I understand that it is a body, a series of lakes, one after the other. Uh, yes. and a short river that connects all of them. Is that correct? The Catawba River chain, it rationally runs from the mountains down through North Carolina and into South Carolina. And, you know, you got a few lakes above Lake Norman, but Lake Norman is one of the biggest lakes that it actually stops first in. Thank you, Avid. And then you Thank have you Mountain much. Island, and then you got Lake Wiley, then you got Fishing Creek, Watery, and then that dumps on into Santee. The upper lake, and then the, you then it dumps into the lower lake, and then it dumps into the ocean. But you well, have uh, a, a system like the Mississippi or the Missouri where they go no, for no, ungodly no. amounts of time, and the fish can make it from one end to the other anytime they want to, and replenish uh, places that are right. depleted. You know, and and right. and I believe the Ohio River, due to the fact it's hooked to the to the Mississippi River would replenish itself if they'd stop letting the limits be so liberal and give the fish chance to migrate up there and, and figure out that they want to be there. But until right. they do that, every time one makes it up through there, it gets in a net and the next thing you know, it's gone. So, but I think the Mississippi river system, which includes nearly everything in the center part of the United States, right. Uh, Missouri River and Ohio River, all those connect to the Mississippi River. And the Mississippi River is such a good source that I believe it would help feed them, but they've yes. got to slow down on the int the outtake before it'll ever make a difference. And, and that's what you're saying is basically happening over there. They stopped yeah. the commercial fishing. And see, you know, the the upper and the lower lake of Santee actually has canals connecting them so the fish can migrate back and forth between the two lakes. That's but, awesome. but the other lakes do not. Uh, so they don't have no way for those fish to make it past the dams to the next lake. Yeah. Uh, There's more people coming in here. There's Kevin hey. Palmetto put cats and uh, Parker Pursuits, Sean T. Outdoors. 
I seen another or two just a minute ago. If somebody sees one. Yeah, Miss Betty's in the house with us tonight. Betty Mike Jean Sampson. Oh, Betty. But yeah, I I I've always been a big proponent of, of conservation. And there's people out there with organizations that are telling everybody all about conservation. They don't know nothing about it. If they did, they wouldn't be doing it the way they're doing it. Uh, which is, is what I'm saying is if you don't trust somebody, don't send them your money. But um, there is a lot of things going on that could be stopped and slowed down, but it's all has to start with conservation. Right. It, it doesn't matter what you're doing. If you can't get on board and get the legislatures or the divisions or department of conservation, whatever is in your state, if you can't get them behind what you're trying to get done, it ain't going to happen. And the number one thing it takes to get anything done is make catfish or sport fish in your state. If you do not get that done, you will not get regulations. It's a proven fact. I mean, you can actually get, I mean, Dieter's proven that you can get some rest good restrictions put in yes. place uh, without it being becoming a, a sport fish. Truthfully, I do not think the flathead catfish will ever be made a sport fish. It might somewhere in the future, but I don't think in the near future, simply because it has been declared an invasive species. And, and that is sad because yes. if I am correct again, James, and Chad, jump in here if you have something you want to say, but James and I right. get rolling. <laughs> Uh, my understanding, James, is in your neck of the woods, they brought the blue catfish in. They yes. also brought the flatheads in. Well, you can't bring them in and leave them there for 100 years and then say they're invasive because you took them and put them there. So suck right. it up. Right. Now, Wiley is the only lake that was not stocked with those fish simply because it borders North and South Carolina. And there's still a 200-year-old war between North and South Carolina, and they cannot get along enough to stock that lake. Actually, the fishermen and some, I guess, some migrating fish through the dam, you know, eggs or small or whatever's made it from Mountain Island down. But mainly it's the fishermen that stock that lake with the blues and the flatheads. Hold on. This gentleman says it's a sport to us, and it is. And the guy's yep. name is Michelob's Dirt Fishing. Oh, I hear you. And I love that name. I, I really I do. He likes Michelob. <laughs> Mike Irvin. Benjamin's Boys Big Cat. Welcome, fellas. Country Boy Cat Fishing. Uh, yeah, Michelob. <laughs> that caught yeah. my eye right off the bat. But I, th I think you're very, I was actually enjoying your all's exchange right there, talking about the, reg you know, regulations and such like that. And, you know, Lyle, me and you've talked a lot about my area. Yeah. And they, Kentucky did make some changes the beginning of last year. It's Dang now, it. it's just, you know, it's it enforcing it though. It, it, it does. takes time for those regulations and they're not going to, it didn't lose all them, what they had. In, in a year or two. It took 30 years probably in the making. Yeah. And it's going to take that long because you're not going to get them legislatures to move very far, very fast at a time. It's going to be calculated things so they don't make this group matter, that group matter, this group matter. Mm -hmm. In the meantime, the fishermen are the ones <clears> suffering. <throat> they're the maddest of all, and there's nothing they can really do about it except 
excuse me, except stay on them and keep after getting those those regulations passed. And you know, really, uh, sir, I got to thinking about something. Me and Wampus Cat was talking, and uh, I really got to thinking about something. And the other week on one of my shows, I guess I was kind of perturbed about some stuff, and some people recognized that. And they messaged me and texted me the next day. Hold on, quit, don't quit. I I don't have no intentions on quitting. So, but they miss. I guess they misread what how I was feeling. I was having a bad day anyway. And I guess it showed in the show. Long story short, they had mentioned some things that a lot of times we as show hosts we see chat buzzing by, and we're trying to bring some good content for y'all to to learn. We all should be learning every time we watch somebody's videos or we go fish and we should constantly be learning. If we don't, we need to find a new hobby. That's right. <laughs> but with that being yeah. said, some of the things these guys and gals told me, I never thought it went past these four walls. I really didn't because chat was flying at the time that was said. With that being said, coming back to regulations, all it takes is for that one young man that's father is a is a is a politician. He's wildlife head man. All it takes is for that one person's son to be excited about catfishing. That's right. To get the ball rolling. That's so right. when we host these shows, I want to me personally. I want to make sure that I bring good content, very informational and proper and right content, That's not right. lies, not yeah. conjecture, not thinking that it works this way. Yeah. But if I tell you this works this way, it's a tried and true process of catching fish that will work for you. And if not on that waters that you fish, maybe on the waters that you're going to fish. Right. So That's, exactly that's the way right. I look at it, guys. So, if we want to get these regulations changed, Chad, like you said, is happening up in Kentucky now. It's getting the ball rolling a little bit. Think about who's in your chat. That's right. Yeah. That's a good point. It is. I got a message here from Paul Smith. Lyle, you missed my post, Paul. I'm very sorry I have missed your post. Um, I have been tied up the last two days doing some stuff. We, In case nobody can tell, which I know that they can't, I have run this show for five years out of a two-car garage that we made into a studio. I also did rod work and tied jigs and everything else in there. Tonight, I am in a room in the house that we've turned into a studio for me um, so I don't have to heat and cool the garage and do all the other stuff. Um, if I fall over, Cindy can run in here right quick, pick me up, send me back in my chair. I'll be good to go. When she's Gets dinner fixed, she can say, Lyle, dinner's ready, instead of saying, hey, Lyle, come get your food. She don't have to yell at me, no, we're right here together. It's working out really good. I, I hope the sound is good, because I'm a little, yes. a little concerned about it. Sounds it sounds good. Yes. yes. But uh, I am sorry, Paula, that I missed your post. I'll try to, to find that uh, before Wednesday when I get some stuff done. But uh, it this is going to work out. I was concerned about it because I'm used to having a lot of room and I don't have near as much room. But you know what? I don't need that much. Uh, the work and stuff is still going to be done out there, but it's a lot neater, cleaner, 
easier and the dog don't seem to mind being in here too much, although she's not in here now. But um, if everything's going to go all right, we're just going to leave things like it is and uh, continue on. I got two desks instead of one and yep. seems to be working out good for me. And, and you just told the truth on you. You just moved closer to the food. That's exactly right. <laughs> now, this, this uh, camera that I'm using tonight on just a little bit of a taller tripod than I need, and I will be lowering that down, but we're going to have to bear with it tonight, and I'll try to do my best to, to give you guys some con eye contact. But um, the one that I used the other night when we were done the first broadcast in here, uh, I got it uh, predisposed tonight, so this was the one that was available, but I got three or four, so. We'll get it figured out. And I'm just happy that Cindy. I'm just happy that Cindy, after all these year years, finally let you back in the house. <laughs> I feel kind of good about that. There's Miss Cam's in the house with us tonight, Lob. Hey, Cam, how you doing? Uh, Uncle got a Lou. bunch of new people. Uncle Lou, which happens to be a good friend of mine, has I uh, understand started some a tackle shop or something. His name's Lee Reed. A uh, very nice guy, very knowledgeable cat fisherman, and uh, just a real good guy to be around. And there is the Dieter Melhorn. Yeah, how many we got in chat right now? Buckeye Catfish, how many's in chat? Let me look here. We have 68 right at the moment. I've just seen a bunch of new names come through there. It may, and it may not have caught up yet. Right. Um, uh, I just seen a comment from Dieter. I just want Dieter to know that they brought me in tonight for my looks because I am pretty dashing uh, cat fisherman. So <laughs> that's what Mark have... said. Uh, Mark, Mark told me the same thing about you. There's Harley Neal fishing frustrations. That's a new name. Buckeye catfishing, Hill Jack catfishing. Uh, I've seen him before, but not recently. Ernie Brown. That hijack catfishing. There was another one up in here that caught the my eye. Experience. I had the privilege of being on the Bullock Experience as a show on Tuesday evenings. Uh, last week I had the privilege of being on. I believe it was his first show, and uh, we had a really good time and done a good job. So check him out on Tuesday nights, and he's early. Um, 6 p.m. Eastern? What's that? I think it's 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, well, that, that would be about right. I was going to say 5 Central, so yeah. that would be just about right. There's half crazy. Yeah, there's slime action outdoors and clear view outdoors. Uh, there's a few names that I didn't recognize or haven't seen before. If I haven't, fishing frustrations. Uh, I mean, yeah. Appreciate y'all coming this. in, guys and gals. Fishing with Paula. Ken is writing a proposal making any catfish 34 inches or more a sport fish that makes it legal to sell these fish. I know if he can get it passed in Tennessee, but it will help lots of other states. Um, well, I, I hope that works out. I can't imagine them making them uh, a sport fish unless they do them all. I don't think they'll go with a size thing, but I could be wrong about that. Um, well, you know, Lyle, that might actually help both sides of the of the of the dice. Yeah, you know, whatever it takes. If if they think it'll work, then I'm okay with it. I just yeah. get something done. Right. Get something I mean, done. Every little you, bit. Every little yep. grain. 
Yeah. You know, that's Sometimes that's it, a that's still a lot of fish under 34 inches that could keep that part of the industry going, plus leaving good DNA in the water for your bigger fish. That's exactly right. Yeah. Thank you, Mike out Mike's outdoors and adventures. We appreciate it so very much. Katie Collins. Been missing you on the show on uh, Sunday nights. Need to be a breeding fish. Yep. You're exactly yeah, right, I mean, Sandy. It, like you're saying, anything that they can do, even if it's one step at a time, sometimes it just takes baby steps and crawling to get, you know, yeah, one little tweak. In we'll take it all, anything. And, and yeah. when I say we'll take anything, I mean anybody in Missouri will go to help the boys in Ohio. The boys in Ohio will help the guys in Illinois. People don't understand that true conservationists are for all catfish, not just the ones in their area, but they're willing to stick their head out there and wait for it to be chopped off to help his neighbor state or a state two states away if it means it's going to be the betterment of the sport. I've noticed that for years, and a lot of people bypass that. So, well, we got to do this and that in the state of Ohio or this or that in the state of Indiana. Well, you know what? I'm with you, boys. And I yeah. have asked for help from guys like Dieter and, and James and people out east when we needed letters sent to the Missouri Department of Conservation. And, my God, we got them by the tons. They told They called me. It was about 10 years ago. Please stop asking people to email us. <laughs> the Missouri Department of Conservation has a regulation that when you go to work in the morning on your desk, if you have emails to you, you got to answer them before you can do your job. That's the first thing you do every morning. And they said, please, please stop. We can't, we can't get anything done. And I did. I said, okay, that, that's, they got the point. But that wasn't just from the people from Missouri. By God, there was millions of them from Missouri, I believe. But there was from every state that we touched with Catfish Weekly. And I know, James, you and Dieter and, and a lot of guys out your way and a bunch of guys in Ohio and Indiana, they made a difference on them. And yes. it wasn't too long till we had the regulations on Lake Ozark and Truman and the tributaries. So that's how it works, but you got to work together. And guys and gals, there's a video out there that's on the Flathead Catfish in Florida how they introduced that fish and then the brim fisherman and started raising cane because it depleted them for just a short time. They tried to get rid of them, spent millions of dollars trying to get rid of the flathead catfish. They couldn't get rid of it. And all of a sudden the brim made a comeback, bigger, bigger bluegills, healthier bluegills, and the panfish population bloomed to bigger, stronger DNA. That's exactly And the right. catfish just brought brought all that chaos in and said, you need this fish to straighten everything out. And it did. That's right. And, you know, I um, – That's a good video. Chad, I'm, I'm sorry we're not letting you in here. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. Get on a roll on this stuff. We're kind of hard to handle, but there was a study done when we, the last year that we done tournaments. And then for a few years after that, from a, a group of students from the Southern Illinois university, and they was testing, uh, uh, Asian carp and big heads and, uh, 
they would take the fish in the tournament and they would see what percentage of their diet come from Asian carp. It was astronomical. And come to find, pardon me, come to find out Asian carp has become a natural food source for all catfish. In fact, a, the catfish are basically the only natural thing that gar that will kill them and eat them and just try to do something because you cannot go stop the population right. explosion of Asian carp. You're just not right. going to stop it. They waited too long. There was idiotic asses that let them into the United States to start with. We're stuck with them. Yeah. Yep. Let's use them to the benefit we got. If we're going to have to deal with them, let's let them catfish eat them and let them grow because they're protein in those Asian carps, and they're not bad eating, I've eaten them. The protein factor in there is helping our catfish grow to bigger uh, growth rates than we've ever had uh, in our lifetime. Now, it might might not have been the biggest growth rate that they've ever had, but in our lifetime, I believe that they is. The only problem is that they get so big so fast that they get too big for the catfish to handle, but it's long, but they're, they're prolific. They keep them coming. And and uh, it's a great food source for for our catfish. The bigger they are, the more bait you get. That, that's exactly right, and we use a lot of it for bait. They're I like cut bait. Proctor. I like cut bait. I do too. I like it a lot. There's Ace Creoles in the house with us. Uh, now you, Chad. Now you've got the Asian carp in your waters, right? We do have some, they're not as noticeable as when you go down to, you know, the Mississippi and stuff where you see guys going through and they're flying all over the river. Right. Right. Uh, but actually one of the local guys around here, um, he's Jamie, Jamie B fishing or Jamie B cat fishing. He literally just dropped a video, I think Saturday or Sunday in the pool that I fished where he snagged about a 20 or 25 pound Asian carp. Um, there has been other people that have seen them. But they're not—they're not to the extreme like they are down by on the Mississippi. For yeah. a, for a long time, I watched uh, James Dockery make videos. I didn't think he knew how to catch anything other than Asian. Uh, the only thing I thought he could catch was a dock roof. Sonny <laughs> <laughs> Parker, welcome, KMB Angling. Where have you been, brother? We've been missing you. Yeah, I seen a video the other day. This dude caught a hundred-pound Asian carp. Yeah. That was a freaking monster. Yeah. Northeast Kansas, welcome. And what I understand, yeah. that's a hard-fighting fish, ain't it? They are. They're oh, still yeah. hard-fighting. And, and I know James does go out, and he snags for them like you would anything else. And, and it doesn't have to be in great big bodies of water. And he snags the crap out of them, and him and his daughter have a great time doing that. Uh, and he told us, I believe he feeds them to dogs don't he yeah uh, yeah he i think that's what they stockpile the, the freezer for the winter time to yeah, feed feed the, some of the animals and stuff, and stuff. Uh, i'm sure he uses some of it for bait and uh it, like i say it makes really good bait uh, it really dog does. food there you go high protein yeah. high protein if you got any kind yeah. of high power dog you'd be wanting that yeah there's brad becks he says the asian carp are making their way up to the white river in Indiana, well, I would say enjoy them, but there's nothing enjoyable about them. Yeah. Yep, use them for fertilizer. That's right. Daggum right. Yep. I'd yeah, rather I mean, have that as fertilizer than the human uh, 
stuff they spray on the fields. That's exactly. I agree with that. Thinking of the whole breaking countryside. That's true. From my understanding, is that they use, they have factories, and I don't know if they're still doing it, but down on the lower um, part of the Ohio River, and it might be on the Mississippi too. I don't know if you know or not, where they actually have those Asian carp tournaments. Yeah. And they bring in ten and twenty thousand pounds in these tournaments yeah. in one, you know, one boat. Yeah, uh, and they're not ball, they're not making a they're not even making a dent though no. with that. No. But the, the you know they're giving it to these these processing plants, and that's exactly what they do. They're turning it into yeah. you know dog food and such like that. Yeah, Justin's fishing fetish. I want to eat an Asian carp. Well, Justin, they have really big bones in them. So you cut the tenderloin basically out of it, throw the bacon bait out of the rest of it, or dog food, or whatever you want to do. Um, they are really white, flaky meat. Um, once you get the nasty old hide off of them, and that hide has to be cut off practically, there it's a very flaky white meat, very similar to catfish. It doesn't mm -hmm. taste exactly like catfish, but it's not bad eating if you put some kind of seasoning on it. They're very good. Uh, the problem with Asian carp is if they jump in your boat, anything they touch, they bleed on. So if you got carpet or anything like that, you get the power washer out every time when you come home. It's just that's just the way it is. They're slimy and they smell, but once you start cleaning them and get down to the meat, that's all gone. They are very edible. Um, is this something I'd want to eat every meal? Absolutely not. But they're not bad at all. They're and I the people in China. And places, uh, Taiwan places that don't have nothing to eat, they're thrilled to get it. Believe me. Well, they, I think there's a couple of companies that actually buy that Asian car from the fishermen down here and ship them to Asia, don't they? Yes. I thought now, so. I don't have any of their information, but there was at three plants at one time uh, that was doing that. And I don't know how many of them are still left. Uh, but, uh, hey. If they could get rid of enough of it to make it feasible for commercial fishermen to go out and net these fish and and make a profit on it, yes, they might as well be getting those since there are so many of them and leaving the others alone. That's kind of what I was thinking. What do you think about that? <laughs> Team Mayo says we use a treble hook tied behind the boat to catch for bait. That sounds like a plan to me. I still think a Mossberg 12 gauge shotgun with three and a half inch magnets oh. today. Skeet shooting would be the funnest thing. My daddy Keith used to talk about doing that all the time. I said, We can't do that, man. I'll lock you up. Can't do that, Missouri. <laughs> Clearview Outdoors. Welcome. Glad to see you in here tonight. Yeah, I believe that'd be fun. Oh, I got to see him this weekend. What's that? I got to see him this weekend. Yep. And Ernie Brown, cool. Chrissy Brown. There's a yeah. note from Mark at Catfish and Crappie, which show follows us as soon as we're off of the air. And he has a great guest tonight. Violet Talley uh, will be there talking fishing with Mark. So be sure to tune into that. She's extremely knowledgeable, very much sponsored bass tournament angler. And she knows her business, so you don't miss that. Yeah, I really enjoyed her on, on the show the last time. Yep. Yeah, she was really good. Fishing in Mid-South. How are you doing? 
You have heard of Dark Water Premium Baits. They are packaging Asian carp for SA. Good deal. Thank you, Mike. We appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt. We don't want them here. I don't care how beneficial they are. We don't want them here. Keep them out That's there right. where y'all at. Parker, Parker Pursuits. Buddy, I'm telling you, I would love to do that, but it, I can't. I'm too old. I just can't. I'm too old, too pretty. If they get me in jail, I'm in trouble. <laughs> I wonder how many would roll up with a stick of dynamite you drop it in a big school of them. I don't know, but I don't want to be any part of getting in trouble with that either. No, no, <laughs> no. But you're right, Lyle. If, if the industry actually would support the money, then I'm sure that a lot of the a lot of those big commercial fishermen would change over to netting them because it'd be a lot freaking easier to net them than it would be catfish, wouldn't it? I would think it would be, yeah. There's Zach Murray. Welcome to the show tonight, Zach. But, yeah, I, I there's a lot of ways to go around this. And, and like I say, it took years to get the, the catfish uh, in the shape that it's in in some areas. In other areas, it's not so bad. But we can fix it. It's just going to take some time, everybody working together, yeah. not getting real pissy all the time. Try to work with each other and yeah. uh, try to use your heads and make intelligent decisions and, and take every little bit as a gain, and that's a win. So uh, whatever it takes, we're just going to have to Amazon catfishing. Welcome. Lyle, I, and I think one thing that will help, right, too, is we, we talk about – the regulations, you know, we've done a lot of talk about that tonight, right? Mm -hmm. But, you know, up in the top right part of your screen, you have a very important sticker. And, and the talk that we do as a community to people about CPR is part of what's going to continue to help That's maintain exactly. what we got and maybe even help a little bit on our part, right? We, we can talk about the commercial fishermen all night, but we still have to do our part as well as educating People like, I'll be honest, just like I used to be, I was ignorant when it came to catfishing and CPR or, you know, any kind of species of proper harvest and re releasing some of what I was catching and what I was releasing. That's exactly right. And since you brought that up, I'm gathering up the folks that are in chat right now. And what do you say we give away one of them decals? I like that. Go ahead. I'm going to answer this this text from K and B. Okay. All right. Uh, Chad, give me a number between one and five. You know you shouldn't let me pick because I'm going to pick five just to be me. I'll take it. One. <laughs> Two. Have you been talking to Doc? Three. He may or may not Four. have told me to pick on you tonight. <laughs> he always picked five. And the winner is Fishing... Fishing frustrations. Nice. Fishing frustrations. If you'll message me your shipping address after the show, either on Messenger or send me a, a message to catfishweeklytv at gmail.com and send me your shipping address in, I will send you out a decal. Or in the UK. I don't care. But thank you, D. <laughs> She'll hear you in a minute. <laughs> 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 you know what? Yes, sir. I think we can get him one. If he wants one, if if he wants one, if he wants one bad enough to send me his address, I'll see if he gets him. It can't be that much to send it. We'll decal. make it happen. Yeah, I, I wouldn't think we'll so with that. Happen. 
Yeah. Uh, did you see the post from Junior Proctor? I did not. I was. He said, and people like to steal uh, Patrick James's bobbers. He was dragging some floats the other day, and one got hung up and broke off. And he said, I had just a little short way, so I was going to finish my dragging and then go back and get the float. He said, and there was a boat over there seeing me dragging them. Well, he said, as soon as I got on up the lake, they pulled anchor shot over there, grabbed the barber, and hauled tail down the lake. They stole his float from him. Oh, Junior. I, junior, I hate I hated these, but damn, that's funny. <laughs> he said, but I know what their boat looks like. I think he probably <laughs> could come up with another one. <laughs> oh, yeah. And by the way, while we're talking about Junior, we're putting all this stuff back in my boat, getting ready to take it out. And what do you think was one of the first things that went in that boat? There you go. A set of Junior Proctor planer boards, right mm -hmm. and rocking. And they are right there, ready to be hooked on and drug across Palm de Terre Lake when I get there. He's, he's going to be a sponsor of the tournament, too, my tournament, Lyle. Bless his heart. He's such a great guy. Quality yes. products, and, man, the guy is knowledgeable. If you get a chance, go and check out his YouTube page. He does a lot of fishing with his grandson. They catch the crap out of Big Blues. Yes. Yes. So, I think his grandson's got, what, that 82-pounder he put in the boat? It's pretty good size. Yeah, that's big. Uh, the Northeast Kansas fisherman. Big. James, could you tell us one more time? It keeps it a lot. How to order the floats, uh, Mr. Kansas Northeast? Is that Northeast Kansas? Yeah, fisherman. Uh, just message me through Messenger, uh, Facebook Messenger. If you don't do Facebook, you can text me at 704 600 8369, and we'll get an order up for you, my friend. Thank you. Uh, Sonny Parker, I will take them sinkers with me. They're already in my tackle bag. <laughs> frustrations. You can contact me at Messenger at Catfish Weekly, or you can email me at catfishweeklytp at gmail.com. SK Crappie Catching Adventures. If you guys get a chance, he's on late at night on Wednesday night. There's three or four guys that get in there and they talk about catching crappie and they know what they're talking about. If you like pan fishing and, and dealing with that, get in there, check SK out. What a great guy he is. He's so knowledgeable. He's got some of the best videos online about catching crappie. Uh, really enjoy what he does. And uh, while you're at it, tune in on Thursday nights for Pan Fish Nation. Well, we do the same thing that we're doing tonight, except we talk about bluegill and Crappy. Yeah, crappy and bass and anything that'll fit in a pan. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it wow. In a pan, we're talking about it. Yes, sir. Uh, Mr. Cody Tippett is in here. He's, he's been a supporter. He actually ordered some floats from me. And I had a float that I had messed around when I first started making my big ones. Mm -hmm. And I took a little old uh, a tube and actually cut two holes in it, like eyeball holes in the pool noodle, all the way down to the plastic insert, and then cut a mouth on it. And I had it around, messing around with it. And I thought, I'm just going to randomly put it in somebody's package. And Cody Tippett ordered some floats from me, and he's got a little baby daughter, and right there's the picture. 
Oh, sweet. And he said he's done going to have to put another set of batteries in there. She uses it as a nightlight. Oh. And because it's got eyes and, and mouth and all that on there. that uh, That's way so, Yeah, it's stuff like that, guys. And it don't matter if it's a product or if it's information that you give somebody. You never know who you'll touch. You see that? Well, it's green. You can't see it. Can't we can see the. We can see the <laughs> outline see, of the. There it is. There I go. put a red light in it right there. It is. So you got a little like smiley it. face. So, but it's those. It's those little things like that that keep us coming back, y'all. And y'all's comments to us is uh, amazing. Uh, it makes it worthwhile, even on days when you just think, "Man, I can just go back to bed and not even mess with this show tonight." Yep. They sure do. I got some messages from Mike Greenwell through Facebook where he sent me some pictures of dark water premium baits. Now, they those are Asian carp baits, and I believe John Jameson, who is a well-known tournament uh, cat fisherman, mm -hmm. uh, has a company that, and I had forgot about this, but I have seen that before, dark water premium baits, and they have a website, so just go check them out. Uh these are vacuum seal bags of bait, cut bait, ready to go. You, some other pieces you have to cut. Some other, uh, you wouldn't have to. I use them a lot bigger than that. But uh, it's something that well worth checking into, especially when times are tough to get bait. Because I'm going to tell you something. Asian carp can be froze and refroze and froze and refroze. And when you stick that hook through the 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 uh, skin on them, mm -hmm. you really got to cut it off. It's just that uh so be sure to check them out mike greenwell thank you so much for sharing that with me i was well, getting ready to ask you how do they freeze i froze them and, and thawed them out and froze them and thawed them out as long as i kept them in a cooler i didn't have any problem with them and the fish liked them just the same so, I've, I've i've tried it one time our local bait shop had it i bought a piece of it to try out and i tell you what i've had snags that were easier to get get out than that daggone <laughs> carp was to get off a hook Dude. i mean i i've ha i've had snags that held my boat in place and when my kid current. was growing up i wish they had made <laughs> shoes out of that stuff no doubt <laughs> it's tough it, it really is it you is them skinning pliers that you take skin mm -hmm. off fish when you yeah. that's what we use and try to just cut it and jerk it off of there and uh, of course i've never been or broke a hook or anything doing it, but uh, it's a pain in the butt to get off, but it stays on good, and um, get you a new pair of paramedic shears. That would probably do it, yeah. Yeah. It'll cut right through, it'll cut through boot leather, it'll cut a nickel in half. It'll Holy cut crap. right through that stuff. Ernie Brown says, chew it off. I think I'll pass on that. <laughs> <laughs> we might get Art to do that. From one ton club, I watched him bite the head off the shed one day. The lie was not doing any of that. I mean, none of it, not at all. What about you, Chad? Yeah, that ain't that ain't happening. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to be pretty daggone hungry out there, and you know, maybe I could go fishing with Roger and I can throw it on his griddle. Yeah, maybe you know, until, so. Until, until I can get one on my boat. I, yeah, I'm not a sushi guy. Yeah, I'm not. No. <laughs> I was afraid to put that hook in uh, in your hand when you're trying to get that Asian carp off. Yeah, yeah, got to really be careful. KMB says, I need some of y'all northern boys. Send me some Asian carp vacuum sealed, please. Uh, 
Yeah, it would have to be someplace you're at, Kevin. I'll just bring you some because I don't know how to get it to you without it. Of course, I'm not on the river much either, but, man, I'm telling you. uh, You'll be at the tournament, Lyle. Well, if I get a chance to get some between now and then, I'll grab you some. And Chad and D will be at the tournament too, Lyle. That's going to be fun, isn't it? Yeah, we're going to have a blast. Guess what? We're up to 55 boats now. Well, 55 fishermen. That's labeled. You know, there's more okay. people in there, but it's 55 as far as what's listed right now. That's bank fishermen and boat fishermen. I wasn't going to say anything tonight, but I'm just going to go ahead and, and say with what I got going on Wednesday, um, Cindy and I are thinking about just coming out and helping you with the tournament. That's up to you. We're going to come out one way or the other, and we're going to have a good time. And, um, uh, I, I've been offered to get in the boats with, with several people out there, and, and that's outstanding. Um, but Cindy and I fish together, so it'd have to be a situation where I could I could do that. Uh, yeah, Sonny, you're right, dry ice to get it to them. Uh, well, you're both pretty, t- pretty tiny, so you can't take up that much room in a boat. You might be surprised how full-figured I really am. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, that'd be great. Uh, if you get some of them and get them vacuum sealed and froze, I'll make sure to get them to Kevin. I uh, I don't know what them fish down there in, in Georgia would think of an Asian carp, but as long as it's dead and it's smelly, they ought to bite it. I'd like to see him work it. Well, I'm sure if those channel cats in the water, at least a daggum channel cat and all that rascal up. No, Dieter, I am not. I need to find the dates on that. Me and I were talking about that the other day. It, it depends on when it is because I know we'll be in Mendota in May and we've got a couple other things going on that month. Yeah, I don't know when it is either, but there's nothing more important to me right now than going to Mendota and catching giant channel cat. That's right. Uh, if that was the only thing I got to do in the month of May, that's going to happen uh, yep. because I know. I may not find it, but I know there's a 30-pound channel cat in that lake. It's got my name on it, and um, um, I'm sorry. I'm looking for looking for. <laughs> sorry, pops, that's mine. <laughs> All right, buddy. <laughs> if deal, let me have it. Um, Justin Fishing Fetty says it has to smell better than them Georgia fishermen. <laughs> well, 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 and it begins. I tell you what. Sonny, we had a blast fishing with you. I hope we get to do that again sooner than later. Uh, thank you so much for the comment. We we did have a great time. If it smells like chicken, keep on looking. <laughs> 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 what size of catfish are in Palm de Terre? Northeast Kansas fishermen, I'm not sure. They're, I know they've got some in there. We're going to work on them and see what we can find. We're also going to be after... I understand they got giant bluegill in there, and that's another one that I love to catch, and I know it's full of crappie. Uh, I like to eat crappie. I don't find that much fun in catching them, but the big bluegills, now, I love to catch them. So I'll let you know as soon as I find out how big the catfish are, but I've not not caught one out there yet. We're going to work on it. Right. Uh-oh. I just seen, seen Cindy's comment. She might be taking yep. us all down. I didn't see what she said. She said that 30-pounder is hers. Well, yeah. I, she caught a lot of 20-pound fish the last time we was up there, but I got the big one. 
Um, so if she catches it, I'll be okay with that. There you go. But yeah. I want to catch all the 20s then, see? There you go. <laughs> well, we've uh, Mr. Wampus Cat let me know what we're going to be doing in May. May is supposed to be the 17th year that them big, what we call jar flies, but the caddis flies are coming oh. out. Oh, it's cool. It's the large, it's the large one. You know, they have smaller ones coming in mm -hmm. odd years, but at the 17th year mark is when the largest, it's allowed out there. You can't even hear yourself think when they come out. And we're going to go fly fishing with poppers for giant lake common carp. That'd be fun. That'd be fun. They, they pop, they will tear them things off the surface of the water. So you take them fly rods and throw them big poppers out there and hang on for <laughs> life. Ace get fishing, Lyle and Chad. I'm sorry, but I will have that 30 pounder the day before you all get there. <laughs> well, you just go keep go go ahead and keep throwing your bait out there, feeding him for us. By the time we catch him, he's gonna be about 34 pounds because he's about oh. four pounds of your bait in his belly. We know you ain't catching it, Ace. It's okay. Betty says, do we really have to argue about this? The big fish is mine. And practice all up. this is why we can't worry about anything else in May because there's so yeah. many of us going to be right up there at Mendota and Cherokee Lakes in Wisconsin, and we're going to have a ton of fun. Well, y'all practice up this year because I hopefully I can be with y'all next year. Y'all so practice on up. Okay. And uh, Sonny says his money's on Cindy. There you go. Because <laughs> <laughs> the way I look at it, that's shallow water fishing for the the fish that I love to catch anyway. Yeah, buddy. It's shallow water, two to four foot most of that lake. And I think the biggest deepest spot I found in it was either six or eight foot and it wasn't a very big spot and uh, no fish was in it because they're up there spawning and they're just looking for places in the shallow to lay them eggs and do their business. I, I, I'll be, I'll be really good knowing you're fishing that, that two to four foot and just hopefully if you fall in, it's in that two to four, two foot part. So, you know, it only goes up to your chin. <laughs> You've been talking to Dockery too much. <laughs> I, I told you somebody's got to. Like somebody's got to, you know. Yeah, Dockery says take one for Katie, man. Dockery says you all are going to be really mad when I get that thirty on my Snoopy pole. <laughs> and I know that he's taking that. Oh, I Ray, know. Ray Smith. It doesn't matter. If Cindy catches the thirty. It's because she's fishing with a while. Thank you so much. Thank you. I've got a, appreciate. I've it. got a rod and reel that I have took with me since I've got back into catfishing. It was my bass reel. It was the Bill Dance Quantum Special. Yep, yep, I remember those. And uh, I spooled it up with 20-pound braid, and I have taken that thing and used it every trip catfishing. And I haven't caught a fish on that rod and reel yet. It's going to happen, <laughs> And I thought, that is my free line. That is my free line rod and reel. Yep. It is set up for freelining. A big swivel, a leader, and a hook. That's what it's set up for is freelining. And I thought, go to Mendota or Mendota, however you say that, 
Yeah. Yep. Hang on to your drawer, son. Oh, yeah. Three lines coming. JP3 says, do I have floaters to wear on the water? I do not, but I got a chocolate lab, and if I'm in the water, I'm pretty sure she's going to be in there with me. <laughs> mm -hmm. So Cindy's I got that. Asking, Cindy asked the James something on the on bank. What is she asking there? James Docker, you on the bank, maybe. Oh. Oh. Okay. Might be. Dockery and Lyle have matching floaties. <laughs> I don't think so. Chad, thank you so much for jumping in here with us tonight. I'm looking forward for you helping James out. Uh, the two of you will do great for a couple of weeks while I take a rest and get some stuff done. Uh, James, as always, I, I can't thank you enough for everything you do for Catfish Weekly. Um, you've been a, you have been a great asset. Do everything we go through every week. You're always here. You're ready to go, and that means the world to me. Yep, and you know, and I'll be here. I've been a big supporter since I've got back into catfishing. First time I've listened to Catfish Weekly and went back and listened to the, all the old shows and stuff like that. It's a show I believe in. I think there's mm -hmm. a lot of room out there for this community to to grow and this show to grow with this new community because we do have a lot of new people coming in live. We do. And we have a good opportunity to instill, like he said, that sticker right there. Mm -hmm. That's that's correct. Now, Chad, tell everybody about your show on Thursday nights. All right. First, first, Lyle, I do want to say thank you. I'm, I'm humble that you asked, and you know, honestly, I'll be here anytime you need me to, um, to so help much. out. So greatly appreciate it. But yeah, on Thursday night we have the bait shop, James Dockery Fishing, and I. It's not your everyday talk show with when it comes to the catfishing it's or not. any fishing at all. Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's just a, it's a little bit different. You know, we didn't want to do the same talks every night. Um, but if you guys want to check it out, we're always in there to have fun and just keep that in mind. We are in there having fun. Uh, we, we, we haze each other a lot. We haze our guests, but it's all in good. It's, it's all, all good fun. It's so. all good fun. It's a great time. Yeah. We're right after that with Panfish Nation. And James, tell everybody about Wednesday night before we go. Uh, Wednesday night, I really got kind of an open night. Uh, but for the next three Wednesdays, guys and gals, you might get bored, but we're going to hammer the tournament because there's a lot of more people out there that's kind of on the fence. So I'm going to be throwing some guilt trips at you. And if you can't make it, I'm going to be giving you the links that you need to help out this uh, Camp Centurion. They're throwing the walls up right now, guys. So it's getting That's closer awesome. to start having these veterans out. Uh, so and where can we'll be hammering. Hold up you about that, James. Uh, they can. If actually, they want to know about the tournament, how can they find out more about it? I guess. Uh, basically through Facebook. But if you don't have Facebook, go ahead and text me at that 704-600-8369. and I will send you pictures of the rules and regulations. It's got the. It's got the address and all of where we're going to be launching from. But if you've heard of Charlotte, North Carolina, it's the lake that borders that. So it's easy to look up and find. Um, and anybody like Dieter, anybody over here in North Carolina knows about it. So Who's that? Uh, if you, you know, message them, you can't get a hold of me or whatever, you can ask them and they'll, they will put you on the right track. Um, so it's going to be fun. A lot of great YouTubers are coming. A lot of great tournament fishermen are there. So there's going to be some good competition on the lake yep. in April. Guess what, Lyle? 
ain't going to be some big fish brought to the scale. I'm excited to be out there. I've got a cousin um, from on my dad's side of the family that lives around Charlotte area, and I'm going to have to get a hold of her, tell her I'm coming because she don't even know it. It's 8 o'clock, boys. We're going to turn it over to Mark and his guest right. for tonight. Thanks, everybody, for watching. We'll see you next Monday night on Catfish Weekly. Get on over there.